This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today, let's talk about... Bariatric surgeries and bariatric vitamins. So, obviously, I'm going to start with the sleeve surgery. Also known as the sleeve gastrectomy, shortened to the sleeve. Also known as the VSG, the vertical sleeve gastrectomy. Gastrectomy? That's the word. (laughs) So, um, this procedure, they... Yeah? No, go ahead. I I have a question, but I'll I'll wait. (laughs) Maybe it'll be answered. Maybe. They go in laparoscopically. For me, it was five incisions. They blow up the inside of your stomach, so they have room. Let's define blow up. We don't... Uh, TNT? That works too. Yeah. (laughs) With gas. I don't know what kind of gas, but gas. They blow it up so they can see everything and reach everything. And they remove 80% of the stomach, leaving behind something that resembles a banana, the size and shape. I don't think it's yellow. But do they take pictures using a banana for scale? That would be really good if they did. Would, wouldn't it? Although, how'd they get it back out? Yeah. They have a little chomper thing. That's what I want to call it, the chomper. It has on two sides, there are three rows of staples for a total of six. And then a little cutter in the middle. And it just chomps right through the stomach. (laughs) That was a dog. And it chomps right through the stomach, separating the two pieces, mm-hmm. and then also sealing them with all the different staples. I remember when we watched the video on that, those staples are like damn near microscopic. They look very small. If there's some crazy editing right here, it's because we had a dog situation and had to stop and get creative on the editing. What I was saying was... In the picture of my stomach, I was able to get a picture of what was removed. You can barely even see the staples in there. Mm-hmm. Like, it just looks like just a clean cut that was magically sewn together. The the gator clips. Yeah. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. So, advantages, according to the... Um, interwebs is it's a simple and shorter surgery time and can be performed in certain patients with high-risk conditions 
may be performed as the first step for patients with severe obesity and is effective weight loss and improvement of obesity related conditions. Disadvantages, non-reversible, they can't put the stomach back, may worsen or cause new reflex or heartburn. And there's, I don't know why this is a disadvantage, but there's less impact on metabolism compared to bypass procedures. Well, I think if you had an unusually slow metabolism to begin with, it's not going to raise your metabolism. Uh, I guess that makes sense. So you said this was a vertical sleeve. Is there a horizontal one? Not that, that I'm aware of. <laughs> I just didn't know if they specified vertical just because that's what medical people like to do. or I don't know. I mean, there's not a vertical one that I've seen. A horizontal? Whatever. <laughs> I don't even know how they would do that. I don't either, but I figured I'd ask. So the next one we'll talk about is the bypass. And this one... All the other ones kind of confuse me if I'm being honest. So if I'm misrepresenting any of these, I apologize. But the bypass is also called the Ruin Y. Oh my goodness, I'm drinking a protein shake and it's making me bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has been performed for more than 50 years. Really? Yeah. And again, is laparoscopic, um, and it's one of the most common operations, and is very effective in treating obesity. The name is a French term meaning "in the form of a Y." Huh. Hmm. So, what they do is they make a little pouch in the stomach. This says about the size of an egg. I've also heard about the size of a thumb. Those are two very different sizes. They are. But it's also very small. Mm. Very small. And then the larger part of the stomach is bypassed, so it no longer stores or digests food. And then it is connected to the small intestine. Is there no concern about um, necrosis or anything like that? Apparently not, but that's what I think too. Like, it's still in there. The stomach. Like, I mean, I guess to my knowledge, they don't take it out. If it's not being used, I guess as long as it's getting blood and oxygen, it's, it's happy. I guess. It says um, the small bowel segment which empties the bypass or larger stomach is connected into the small bowel approximately three to four feet downstream. <laughs> downstream. That's interesting. Resulting in a bowel connection resembling the shape of the letter Y. Eventually the acids and digestive enzymes from the bypass stomach and the first portion of the small intestine will mix with food and is that that is eaten. Advantages, it's reliable, long-lasting weight loss, effective for remission of obesity associated conditions. And this is, you know, a, an older procedure, so it's 
refined and standardized in their technique. Um, it is a more complex compared to the sleeve or the gastric band, which we'll go over in a second. There are um, malnutrition issues because there is um, less area that it is hanging out in the food. So mm -hmm. there's just less space to absorb the nutrients and whatnot. Okay, that makes sense. There's risk for small bowel complications and obstruction, risk for developing ulcers, may cause dumping syndrome, which is a feeling of sickness after eating or drinking, especially sweets. I've heard about dumping syndrome. There seems to be a lot of mixed information on whether or not dumping syndrome affects those with the sleeve. And I think, I, I don't really know what causes it something about like maybe the blood sugar doing something i'm not sure but some people throw up some people just are real nauseous and it sounds terrible i haven't it experienced it the next one we'll talk about is the gastric band and this was really popular um in the early 2000s I seem to like know a, or knew a bunch of people that had the band mm -hmm. and it's basically it looks like a little donut that's placed around the around the top portion of the stomach and then you have a port in your abdomen somewhere and they can fill it or with um, like saline I believe it is. Mm -hmm. They fill it with saline to either make it a tighter restriction or they can let it out and make it looser. This one has the lowest rate of complications. There's no division of the stomach or the intestines. It can be removed if it needs to be. Has the lowest risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies. However, it may need several adjustments and monthly office visits during the first year to figure out exactly what works right for you mm -hmm. um i okay go ahead i was gonna say now this is the one that our friend had to mm -hmm. have reversed yeah hers um i don't know what the significant issue was but she was having a lot of um abdominal pain she said and then when they took it out there was a lot of scar tissue as yeah. well so she had to wait to have anything else done yeah, she had it out and, or had it removed, and um, then went with the bypass. It says slower and less weight loss than other surgical procedures. I had a, a co-worker way back in the day that she had had the band, and she lost a ton of weight. And our friend said that she lost a ton of weight, mm -hmm. too, but then it just crept back on eventually. Um has a high rate of re-operation, and that's something I've heard of a lot lately, which is what she did, mm -hmm. or had, where she had the lap band, and then eventually had to get a different surgery because it just stopped working. Yeah. Um, it's more of a restriction than it is malabsorption, and that's, that's how the sleeve is, too. There's not as much malabsorption with your food. It's more of a restrictive type procedure. Right, so it hangs around, 
longer than it does with the sleeve because the sleeve is basically the HOA lane or the HOV lane on an interstate. So instead of hanging around and going with the flow of everything else, food and nutrients just pass through the stomach much faster. So you have to constantly be taking in something. Or am I? All right. I think you're talking about the bypass, though, because it goes... Instead of, like, going through town on the HOV lane, it's taken the 840 oh. <laughs> and bypassing everything, so it goes through a lot faster. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. 840's an interstate for those not in the Middle Tennessee area. The good thing about the band, though, is that it is reversible. Can result in swallowing problems and enlargement of the esophagus. That sounds terrible. It does. Now, that one is also the one where you can't eat rice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. there was something else, too. But. I heard about a lot of people that couldn't eat rice. And I'm actually, because of hearing about all those people that couldn't eat rice, I'm reluctant to eat it myself. But I, I didn't have, have any last night. But I really have no reason. Like, that's not anything that my doctor said I couldn't have. But because I've heard those stories for years. A little trepidation there. Yeah. So, the duodenal switch. Excuse me? See if you can read that word. Duodenal? 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 Duodenal. Again, we are not doctors. Clearly. Nor have we ever played one on TV. Okay, so this one combines the principles of restriction and malabsorption by making the stomach smaller and rerouting the intestines using less of the small intestine. Whatever that means. So like 10 feet downstream instead of 4? I guess so. It has the best results in improving obesity. It does affect bowel, bowel hormones to cause less hunger and more fullness after eating and is the most effective procedure for the treatment of type 2 diabetes. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. What kind of diabetes does your mom have? Type 2. I wonder if that would be... I wonder if that would be an option for her if she was interested. I don't know has slightly higher complication rates than other procedures, the highest malabsorption, malabsorption, malabsorption. There you go. I finally got it. And the greater possibility of vitamin and micronutrient deficiencies. So you really have to watch your vitamins and make sure your blood work is good on that one. Um, Reflux and heartburn can develop or get worse. There's a risk of looser and more frequent bowel movements. I think I would... That just sounds unpleasant. Well, I was going to say, I think I would prefer looser and more frequent <laughs> bowel movements. <laughs> I, I do not want... You're I, I have this exact opposite problem. You're pretty regular, though. I, I do. I'm not regular at all. And it has, it is a more complex surgery requiring more operative time. It doesn't say what that time is, but 
more of it. The last one, I'm not even going to try to. I am going to try. I, okay, you can pronounce it. Oh, shit. <laughs> nope. The single anastomosis duodenal bypass with sleeve gastrectomy. Phew. That is a $10 word right there. The shorter version of it is the Sadie procedure. It's simpler, takes less time to perform. There's only one surgical bowel connection. When the patient eats, food goes through the pouch directly into the latter portion of the small intestine. Uh, so it bypasses the stomach completely? No. It says with the sleeve gastrectomy, so oh, they oh, okay. create a much smaller stomach, I gotcha. and then it bypasses. Allows enough absorption of vitamins and minerals to ma maintain healthy levels of nutrition. Offers good weight loss, along with less hunger, more fullness, blood sugar control, diabetes improvement. High, highly effective for weight loss and remission of type 2 diabetes simpler and faster to perform than the gastric bypass an excellent option for a patient who already had a sleeve and is seeking further weight loss good to know in case something doesn't happen with me <laughs> disadvantages um, vitamins minerals are not absorbed as well as in the sleeve gastrectomy or the gastric band it is a newer operation, so there's not as much uh, data on it. Reflex again, and then a risk of looser and more frequent bowel movements. And I guess because you're not moving along through all the intestines like you normally do is probably why there's the bowel movement issues. Mm. So here is going to be a whole bunch of numbers for you. This next part is all about bariatric vitamins, and it might be a little bit boring. But it's important. And your doctor, of course, knows you best and will advise you on whether or not you should take vitamins and what kind they prefer and recommend. But the American Society of Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery Guidelines, and this is the vitamin recommendations just for the sleeve because that's you know really all i care about right now <laughs> thiamine 12 milligrams folic acid 400 to 1000 i don't know what mcg means micrograms oh thank you B12, 350 to 1,000 micrograms. Vitamin D, 3,000 IUs. Picograms? What? No, I think that stands for international units. We'll have to Google it when we're done. We might and we have can, to. We can append the end of the podcast with <laughs> who was right. Maybe we're both right. Who knows? You can look it up right now. Real-time Googling, y'all. Where was I? Vitamin D, 3,000. Vitamin A, 5,000 to 10,000. Vitamin E, 15 milligrams. Vitamin K, 90 to 120 micrograms. One milligram of copper, 8 to 11 milligrams of zinc. Iron is 18 to 60 milligrams. 
and then separate from your multi that hopefully has all of that is calcium at 1200 to 1500 milligrams and it's important that you have the right kind of calcium oh he's looking smug what is it you were right i was right <laughs> <laughs> I guess that wasn't a smug look after all. And I should have looked this up beforehand. I believe it's calcium citrate, but don't quote me. There's like two different kinds of calcium. You are literally being quoted on this. I know. We'll say calcium, look it up, make sure which one you're supposed to have. But it has to be taken separately from iron because they mm -hmm. won't absorb properly if they're taken too close together so what I do is I have a multi that I take um, it's actually twice a day a capsule and it has iron in it and so then two hours after at least two hours after I take my multi I will start on my calcium and mine are 500 milligram calcium chews which tastes just like a a caramel candy like a like a Werther's original but aren't the, the caramel but yeah aren't the originals though the hard candies they are the, the butterscotch my grandmother always used to have those those and the strawberry ones that you can never buy anywhere they just appear do you remember those caramels that you could get in the baking aisle that are square Oh my god, yes! Yeah. I used to eat that shit just straight out of the bag. Well, I can get to have three of them a day. They taste just like those. They're very nice. I don't mind taking my calcium at all. Um, popular brands of vitamins are Procare, which is what I take, Celebrate, Bariatric Pal, and Berry Melts. I had purchased I I don't even think it was one of these brands but I purchased all these eight millions of vitamins in some other brand and then I got to researching what you actually need according to the American metabolic something something society Dumaflachi. <laughs> yeah and I found that the vitamin that the vitamins I had purchased were not they didn't stack up to what I actually needed and I was gonna have to take like five of them five different mm -hmm. vitamins and then I found the Procare who's not a sponsor but I would love it if they were um, I found Procare they have a lot of options they have chewables they have capsules they have a one a day. I chose to take the twice a day one because it has probiotics in it. And as previously discussed, I don't have regular bowel mm. movements. So if ProCare would like to be an official sponsor, we, we don't even need money. Just a allotment of vitamins monthly would be awesome. Chris might even enjoy having some calcium chews. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I find my calcium chews are, like, going down in quantity... I'm blaming that shit on the kids. I'm coming after you. Mm -mm. They are quite good. 
See, that'd be my concern is I'd just sit there and pop them like they were candy. And yeah. Well, and I have to take three of them, and I put them in my little container. Every day has three chews in it, and I just start taking them around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and it's like a little treat. So we've talked a lot about vitamins that we might be deficient in. Is there any vitamin that you need to worry about having too much of? Well, I discovered just yesterday that I have too much B12. And I haven't talked to my doctor yet, so I don't know really what that means. But according to the interwebs, it's most likely kidney or liver disease, which... Or just dysfunction. Okay, but I think that's just called disease. It, it's also a byproduct of living to the age that we have lived to. See, I wasn't even going to bring it up. <laughs> My failing liver and kidney problem. I was wanting you to just be, to take that ball that I lobbed up to you and then, yes, you should be aware of your B12 levels and move on. And move on. But no. All of my levels, when I had blood work done, because friend, our friend that just had the bypass, she highly encouraged me to go to the doctor. And since I didn't have surgery here in the States to, you know, just keep an eye on, on my vitamin levels. And he ran a bunch of blood work and everything came back fine, except my liver and kidney function. And my B12 was really high. Like I said, according to the internets, that B, high B12 is usually a indicator that you have liver or kidney function issues. There. Thank you for phrasing it that way. <laughs> so, you know, I'm probably dying, but no one cares. So, anyway. You are such a beautiful soul you are but that's not the word i was going to use <laughs> shit <laughs> hypochondriac oh my goodness that's it hypochondriac so when i was researching the vitamins i pulled up the procare and i'm not going to read through all these numbers because that's just annoying since i already gave you what the guidelines were but my procare vitamins and again i have the ones with the probiotics they met all the daily requirements of the American Society of Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery guidelines. So for me, that's amazing because that's one pill really, well, Two. it's one twice a day because of the probiotics. Right. The other one is once daily. Um, but yeah, one pill basically and I'm done. Plus my calcium, which I enjoy anyway. And they have chewables. I haven't tried their chewables because I don't really like chewable things anyway. Chewable pills, I mean. Yeah. Um, so I haven't tried their chewables. But I do know that I'm set on my vitamin. Mm -hmm. And apparently my levels are perfect. Except, you know, my B12. But Jesus. it's important to... Follow your doctor's guidelines. Follow up with your doctor. I'm glad I did that because I wasn't planning on doing it. 
because I was like me and then you know I really respect her and <laughs> yeah and appreciate her opinion and I thought yeah that's probably not a bad idea to and I mean once you once you get your results it's always good to follow up with your doctor and say hey are you concerned about this and you should stay the fuck off WebMD. <laughs> I don't think I was ever on WebMD. I know. I know. I'm just messing with I you. was just on regular Google searches. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> At least WebMD is, like, done by medical people. <laughs> we presume. I mean, shit, now you got me wondering. Is it like the Wikipedia of medical Probably. I mean, I'm, I'm sure when you go to start a new um, disease information page, at the very bottom, it's probably like, or cancer. Well, I mean, that's what the B12 said, or cancer. Let's see. So, some other things that I take just because I'm obsessed is I do take, what's it called? It starts with a C. Collagen. I take collagen. Because I'm convinced I'm going to lose all my hair, which I haven't yet. Nope. But it's also not quite time for me to start losing my hair. But maybe I won't because I'm taking I collagen. Mean, and you've I'm, got that shampoo company that doesn't want to be a sponsor. I know. It's like they hate us or something. I know. But we're still going to buy their product. Cause of it course we will. It makes your hair fantastic. It does. It looks so good. Not right now because it looks... But it's still really soft. And I haven't even washed it in days, and it's still soft. I'm going to wash it tonight, though. Mine's kind of fuzzy and weird. Yours just is normal boy hair. I have good white girl hair, is what my <laughs> Asian friend told me. Good white girl hair. So, take your vitamins. It's important. Get your protein, whatever your doctor recommends your protein levels be. That was today's episode. Short but sweet, maybe. It was. It was. I don't know if it'll be short. It's a half hour. I mean, we can sit here and BS for five, ten minutes. I guess we could. Next week, if you want to come back and see us, which I'm sure you do because we're a riot, we're going to talk about non-scale victories or NSVs mm -hmm. and non-food rewards. Because think about how many times like something good would happen and we'll be like let's go celebrate let's go out to eat right oh, oh it's your birthday let's go out to eat yeah you got promoted let's go out to eat oh i got a big raise let's go out to eat oh we won our court case let's go out to eat right so we're gonna think about some non-food rewards next time and NSVs. I'm going to start making a list of my NSVs. Oh, I think you should. I think I will. See you next time. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors, and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is Amanda's journey and our opinions alone. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast, and we hope to have episodes for you every Sunday. Thanks.